0: Well, the hate is gonna hate, 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 and the fakers gonna fake, 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 fake baby. I'm just gonna make, 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 making luck, making luck. A dominique podcast. Yeah, at least I got to watch the episode. It, it was really sad though because, like, I didn't actually know half the things that happened.
1: Cause you weren't fully awake.
0: Uh no, because it was too dark.
1: Oh, I heard about that.
0: <sighs> yeah, and also like it wasn't clear when someone was alive or dead.
1: Is it ever? Yeah.
0: It usually is. Yeah.
1: Welcome to Making Luck, a lighting podcast. <laughs> My name is Not Wandering Winder. Joining me as usual, it's Adam Horton. Adam, what's going on?
0: Hey, uh, I was just sitting here in front of the computer having a chat with my brah, wandering, hey or not wandering, Wonder, Sorry. And, well, you uh, can call me
1: wandering Wonder, It's just not my name.
0: Oh, really? I can call you that. Yeah. Sweet.
1: It's, uh, just, it's, so, it's not my name, though. Like it's just like my internet handle.
0: Okay. Right. What would you prefer I call you?
1: You can call me wandering Wonder, That's a fine thing to call me. It's just not my Hi. name
0: hot okay my name is
1: not wandering winder that's my internet handle you may call me wandering winder it is acceptable
0: okay so i was just having a convo with my bro wandering winder here right and uh we decided hey what are you doing for the next hour and nine minutes and we were nailed that
1: time by the way yeah we did not re-edit this actually we didn't because we don't this is like so much work
0: it's uh it's actually weird because like when Jake and I record an episode, we're not really aiming for anything, but it's almost always a minute, an hour and nine minutes long. Really? Yeah.
1: That's like when I one time I was I was uh taking a bunch of like DVD cases out of the the old whatever you call a bookcase that's not for books but for DVD cases.
0: The Victrola, yeah.
1: Yeah, anyway, I was taking a bunch of those out, I'm like the first four movies that I picked out were all within like two minutes of each other in run time. It's like, well, apparently you know, like, Hollywood says that, that two hours and 18 minutes is the perfect runtime of a movie. Yeah, and it was.
0: Those were all but it's movies. not
1: anymore. Now it's yeah, three is... hours and 58 seconds.
0: Yeah, it's 2019. You gotta, you gotta make them longer. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So uh we... we're gonna edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh we'll see about that. So anyway, last time we talked about a kingdom. Uh our episode was on Minion and uh Minion was in this kingdom. Mm-hmm. And uh since the last episode we played some games with that kingdom.
1: You might have seen them on Adam Horton's YouTube channel. That's yeah. youtube.com slash Adam Horton. Zero one:
0: Nice, yours.
1: He, he nailed it.
0: Nailed uh, it. <laughs> if you don't want to, uh, If you don't want to remember that, you can just go to Adamhorton.com and there's links to all that stuff. But anyway, uh, we have uh, why don't we read the kingdom? You want to read the kingdom?
1: I do want to read the kingdom. We had yeah. the events, landmarks and projects of Advance. We had shelters. We had the kingdom cards engineer. Royal Blacksmith, Menagerie, Armory, Devil's Workshop, Catacombs, Minion, Wharf, Altar, and Peddler. Once more, for our audio-only listeners, just to troll the person who really likes to have it in that order, I'm going to do it in reverse ghost order. Peddler, Altar, Wharf, Minion, Catacombs, Devil's Workshop, Armory, Menagerie, Royal Blacksmith, Engineer, with Shelters and Advance. And I want to talk about first thing here. There are a ton of, ton of really difficult decisions on this board that made basically no difference. And then there were also some (laughs) difficult decisions which did make a difference. But like,
0: (laughs) that's Dominion.
1: You draw your altar dead, but you have an extra buy. Do you advance altar (laughs) into altar or do you not? Oh, you know, the decision. It might make a difference in like 55 games out of a trillion, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it might only make a difference in 5.5 of those games. It's true. It's
1: true. And that um, would but there were other. Rough. There were also like, uh, if you don't get a 5 2, what action do you open with on your hand that you don't have? Let's say you have 4. And you don't have your necropolis, you like do you <laughs> buy an yeah. armory or a menagerie or an engineer? Or do you get a? Uh, d- d- yeah, I don't think you get a devil's workshop. Uh, no, I think that's not that was, an action card. That was, that was that was like a clearer one. You got that one time, and I think that was mo- less of a five in a billion chance and more of a like five in a did you do hundred this? chance that it made a difference. Not not in the opening, but like a little bit later on. Oh yeah. like, like turn four or five or whatever.
0: Yeah, when all the cool kids are getting that D-Works. Yeah, but it turns out it doesn't matter because you should just open with an action card because you're just going to advance it.
1: Well, except, like, I think it does matter in rare cases. So, like, I was thinking about it, and I think I like getting Menagerie. And the reason I think I like Menagerie is there's some chance that it misses the shuffle. And if it misses the shuffle, I think I would rather have it be a Menagerie. But there was some argument for, like, Armory. And then if you get your Armory on turn three, you can play it and advance the action you get the next turn, maybe. But there's also some argument for, like, you get the Engineer, because maybe you want to pop your Engineer for two Menageries. So, like, those all make, like, 0.5% difference, probably, between the best of those and the worst of those. But it's not exactly clear to me which of them is better. Well, and maybe the bigger difference than all of those, like menagerie, might run out at the end of the game. So it might be different first player to second player whether you want to lower the pile on menagerie or not.
0: Yeah, um, sure. I would say the menagerie seems fine, but like Again, I don't think, I think it, it it's matters. Point
1: five five percent at most.
0: So I, I think the crunchiest part here is I had originally said that you want to open with an advance on the hand where you have Necropolis. Yeah. And you, and you want to get an altar. Yeah. And and I, I thought opening advance, even though Necropolis is the only village. Yeah. I, I just thought that opening with an advance was so good that you had to do it. And and that means giving up on the dream of playing, like, a wharf and an altar on a turn or two right. wharves.
1: But, on, but also, on a turn. like, the plan after that was, like... Empty the minions, right? It was like, go straight for minions, empty the minions.
0: Yeah, so uh, that's what I advocated for last episode. And I still feel like that's the direction that I want to be going. Really? Uh, Yeah, I mean, we, we had a couple of different things that we tried. And, I mean, just like all the rest of this stuff, I feel like how you draw affects things a lot more than... Well, I think you...
1: how you draw definitely affects things a lot more. But I, it seemed to me from our games that like getting at least one wharf and eventually getting a couple wharfs was pretty important because like getting a lot I of agree. peddlers was pretty important. So I, I don't like going like straight for a bunch of minions. I don't think. I think you want to get a wharf early and then you go for minions.
0: I mean, I kind of like getting. I kind of like getting minions early on because it can potentially help you play your altar more often. Um, I mean, I also think getting a wharf early ish is just fine.
1: But the and and then so the other thing that I came up with is like maybe you just skip the altar and get a wharf right away.
0: Yeah, so that, didn't,
1: that didn't seem that much different to me than yeah because it's like it, and it really seemed to depend to me on the draws. I think I still like getting the altar a little more and then just like not being too afraid to advance it into a second wharf for a minion fairly early once you start drawing it dead. Yeah. But, like, I could see just going straight for the wharf maybe. I don't know. I I think it's kind of close.
0: I do think it's kind of close.
1: I think draws matter a lot. I think they do. And then there's also one thing that we learned really, really clearly, which is having 2-5 or 5-2 is amazing. Oh, you open yeah, with you learned ev- that. And well, I, I was very skilled and got that three times in a row. Yeah.
0: How do you get to be that skilled? You make your own skilled. shuffle luck. Oh, yeah, that's right. I should have made that shuffle luck. That would have been pretty sweet.
1: Yeah. Um. I guess there's some open question. Maybe you were getting to this when you talked about the crunchiness of, like, do you actually advance that Necro or do you keep it around? It wasn't 100% clear.
0: Uh, I thought. I mean, I just really don't like keeping it after playing a lot both ways.
1: I I I am like eighty percent confident with you, but uh, like I think you could win some games keeping it around. And- yeah. Um. But like when you buy those provinces is another one of those things that's not clear to me. Um. There were some times where it was like oh, I kind of have ten or eleven and two buys. Do I want to get a couple minions? Do I? There's also, like, questions of, like, I could get, you know, like, I could get a province and two peddlers, or I could get two minions and a peddler. And it's not exactly clear to me which of those Mm. is better. I don't think the minions were that important.
0: I feel like greeting early is pretty good.
1: I think, yeah, it's... You're not going to consistently double province. I think... There were two or three turns across all those games where one of us did spike sixteen, but it's not yeah. like it's not something you're going to count on.
0: Yeah, and i I don't think anyone who ever did that won that game.
1: I think I won one. Of those
0: I don't. Games. I don't but remember it. it seem whenever like, I did it, I felt funny. like yeah. Whenever I did it, I felt like I was behind and it wasn't enough.
1: I felt like well, it wasn't because I. When I remember hitting it, it wasn't because I built that way. It's because it just yeah. like kind of fell in my lap. All my main yeah. were at the top of the shuffle, so yeah. it worked out. And I was like, "Oh, oh, that's sixteen. Yeah. Huh? Who knew?" Yeah. I think if you try to build to double, you're gonna you're gonna be building way too long, and yeah. you're still not gonna consistently double because there's just it, it's just it doesn't happen. That's life. Yeah.
0: So I think uh, I think the the big takeaway for me here is that uh, Minion's a really good card. Yeah. And Worf is also a really good card. Yeah. And uh, I had mentioned in the, the last episode that Minion doesn't really play nice with other sources of draw other yeah. than draw to X. Right. And, I mean, you know, Minion and Menagerie, there was a little bit of hashtag synergy there. And, hashtag synergy. And that was, yeah, that was pretty nice. Uh, on the other hand... Um, you know, it it feels bad to put a wharf in that deck. I mean, but on they're...
1: the other hand, it feels great cuz it's a wharf and wharf is a really good card.
0: Yeah, like both minion and wharf are strong enough cards that like it kind of it, it kind of bends a lot the of rules. synergy
1: isn't that bad.
0: Right, so I, I was thinking about it, and first of all, Worf's extra buys with peddler is is really stinking good because minion really would really like peddlers here. Yeah, uh, but also I was thinking about it, and like if there was a card that just gave you a buy, and then cards next turn, and it didn't draw you cards this turn, like
1: that would, would be almost as good here.
0: Well, yeah, I would I would more strongly consider putting that in a minion deck because the cards at the start of next turn is, really? is great. You can kind of look at five, the...
1: you would consider that more strongly even though it's a strictly worse card than Worf.
0: Well, I mean it would feel less bad because it breaks it doesn't break that
1: rule have as much anti synergy. Yeah, anti synergy. Yeah.
0: yeah, and so like if if you look at it that way, it's like, well, yeah, of course, Worf is a card that you want to put in that deck. Yeah. And that was for me mentally, like how I got to the place of, like, oh, this is how I justify putting Minion in a deck with another draw card because they're both stinking good. And, and Warf is so stinking good that if you nerf it, you can actually see the parts of it that don't butt heads with Minion and realize, oh, wait, this is something that you do want. And your deck will be better for
1: adding this card. Right. And it might feel bad to draw your Minions dead, but on the other hand, you just don't care that much because it's just yeah. a really good card
0: you can just feel really good at the start of your next turn when you drew two extra cards and maybe one of them was a minion and you just got more money because of that money's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, did you have anything else to say about this kingdom?
1: I wanted to dedicate this episode. Yeah. That's not about this kingdom. It's about this episode, but I want to dedicate it. Yeah. All those people out there, who don't go to adamhorton.com and don't post in the forums and don't post in the witch cord and don't email Adam and get it stuck in his spam filter and in his email and get super annoying. Don't do any of that stuff. Yeah. They're just sit and listen. Dedicating yeah. to you guys. All you lurkers. <laughs> for you.
0: Oh, that was, that was pretty good. I uh, actually know of uh... – I mean, there, there's one guy who. Uh, oh, please runs. comment!
1: I mean, it's <laughs> fine if you don't, but like. There's... It's okay. You can talk. We don't bite too much.
0: There's one guy who I think he listens to this podcast while he runs, and he doesn't do any of that stuff, but he texts me. Oh. So, so yeah.
1: And it doesn't get caught by your anti text spam filter.
0: No, he's a contact in my phone. And man, I'm about to switch my phone to only uh-huh. accept incoming calls or texts from numbers in my contacts list because I am so freaking tired.
1: Adam's phone number is 555.
0: Five, five, it's five, on my website. I'm, I'm pretty sure you can find it if you. Oh, if I wouldn't have advertised look. that. I mean, if you want to text me about the podcast, you go ahead. If you want to spam me, I'll block your number. It's fine. Whatever.
1: Hashtag it's fine. Whatever.
0: It, I'm already signed up for like every spam thing that exists. So I, I can't think of anything you could do to me that I haven't already done to myself. Wow. I'm sounding like Jake. Hey, uh, this episode's about lurker. It is. And, uh, why don't we read the, uh, text, the text of that bad boy? Yeah. Um, we I'll, I'll, I'll do it. it. We so do lurker that. lurker is a two cost action It's from the Intrigue expansion, but it's the second edition of Intrigue expansion. So uh, it's not in the original Intrigue. You can get it for buying a second edition Intrigue, or you can get it in the update pack. But it's one of those uh, new cards. I think there's six new cards for Intrigue second edition. Anyway, two cost action. Letter new. What? No. Letter new. No.
1: Which represents the frequency of a of a wave.
0: Uh no, that's a different new. Oh sorry so it's a two cost action and it gives you plus one action and then choose one it says trash an action card from the supply or gain an action card from the trash so I feel like the last episode and this episode have a theme Uh, and remember if you ignore a theme you're just going to lose games Uh,
1: the theme is non-terminal cards which sometimes you want to put in your deck
0: I was going to say plus one action then choose one
1: (laughs) and are from the intrigue expansion uh
0: no that's that's not what i meant so anyway uh this thing uh this card looks pretty innocent right and and i feel like you know it only costs 2 and that should kind of be a hint for how powerful it can be uh, after all, Chapel costs two, and that was a hint that it's a pretty bad card, and, you know, that advice and, stood the test of time.
1: Yeah, but on the other hand, Duchess costs two, and that's an amazing card.
0: Yeah, but the artwork. We've talked about the artwork.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have this weird thing with the Duchess artwork. Hashtag, have... <laughs> let's talk about the Duchess artwork in the comments section.
0: <laughs> I have this weird thing with a lot of the artwork. Remember, Seahag? Come on.
1: Hey. Of course, I made a comment about C-Hack, you might have missed that I slipped that in last hey, week. Hey. hey, C-Hack, how you doing now in here? I said what you do hey, in the privacy oh, okay. of your own home is between you and your wife and the sea hack Oh yeah, that's right.
0: It was, uh, we, we did some things in the privacy of my own home, so yeah, Lurker!
1: Yeah, Lurker. It, uh, gains cards. It gains cards, it trashes cards. They have to be action cards. Yeah, man. Except when Uh, they don't. (laughs) Wait, what? We'll get to that later. What are you talking about? We'll get to that later. (laughs) No, we won't, because it's not a thing. (laughs) It can indirectly gain non-action cards. Dang it. (sighs) Hashtag catacombs combo.
0: Okay, great. So anyway, this thing gains cards, and I think the unique thing about Lurker is that uh, it's uh, one of the only gainers in the game that does not have a cost restriction on yeah. the cards that it gains. So uh, despite the fact that it can only directly gain action cards, uh, it can gain yeah. whatever action card you want, and if it gains poor poorhouse well, that only costs one... Sure, but I'm saying if it gains a poorhouse and only costs one, Lurker don't care if it only costs one versus if it gained, I don't know, a possession or something that costs a lot more than one.
1: Or like a royal blacksmith or a grand market which you couldn't buy because you have coppers or whatever. Like really hard to gain garbage.
0: Yeah, so I would say that Lurker is probably at its best when you're going to be gaining those super expensive things. I the think that's when it's at its
1: second best.
0: Oh, oh. We I are. think when
1: it's at its best is something we'll cover later uh. when it has a super Mondo combo.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, but but also, I mean, that Mondo combo does kind of kind of fit. So, like, it, I mean, I think it's at its best Mind when you're gaining it. the potion cost cards or the cards – those eight debt cards or, you know, the –
1: Seven cards, cards sometimes. uh, The
0: the King's Courts and the Grand Markets of the
1: world. Yeah.
0: And and I think that uh, Lurker can be so good in those cases that it can provide you uh, kind of a new build path towards uh, building a deck that uses those really expensive cards.
1: Yeah. I, I absolutely agree. That is, barring weird shenanigans, which are obviously the best not in terms of strength, but in terms of fun part of the card, the weird shenanigans, because, oh like, yeah. weird shenanigans are great. Hashtag edge-cased with Wandering Winter. Well, um, seriously,
0: if you don't like weird shenanigans, why are you listening to a Dominion podcast? Like, a Dominion that's, podcast. That's, like, why Dominion is fun, is weird shenanigans.
1: Should we rename our podcast Weird Shenanigans? Uh,
0: welcome to Making Luck, a Weird Shenanigans podcast.
1: Welcome to Weird Shenanigans. Uh... <laughs> A Making Luck podcast? Uh, anyway, weird shenanigans are great, but the normal, quote-unquote, normal use case of Lurker, um, I agree. That's the best part of the normal. It's like your seven costs, your potion cost stuff, especially the expensive potion cost stuff, oh, yeah. your eight debt things, Um I think that's, that's kind of the, the normal base case. And like, so I want to talk about, let's just say it's a random board, normal board with Lurker. And like, there's a five cost action that you really want. A normal I open, board. I could open Lurker and use the Lurker to get me that five cost action. Is Whoa. that a good idea, Adam?
0: Uh, well, obviously that depends, but if I'm looking at five cost actions, mm-hmm. um, and I'm uh, really looking at my lurker o meter, I'm thinking about um, a different card that helps me get five cost actions, and yeah. it's a really you good card. The other lurker? No, I was thinking about silver.
1: <laughs> oh, silver. Oh, yeah. But silver does yeah, did... a gain on it?
0: Did you know actually that silver is a really good card?
1: Is it? But yeah, silver, it definitely silver doesn't is. say that you can gain a card on it. Lurker does.
0: Cool. So
1: is there <laughs> some other mechanic in the game that lets you gain cards? Uh,
0: well, I mean, uh, the one that silver helps you—I mean, there are a lot of them—but the one that silver helps you with is uh, buying cards. Oh, which, you can buy which cards. Almost always results in immediately gaining the card.
1: Oh. But what if yeah. there's a blue dog walking left on a Sunday across a lazy river from a red fox?
0: Actually, that usually doesn't have much to do with buying and gaining cards. I was thinking about Trader. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Isn't that what I said?
0: <laughs> yes, that's exactly what you said. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's right back there on the podcast. I'll, I'll take a re-listen. I'm, I'm sure it's... <laughs> I'm sure it makes all the sense in the world.
1: (laughs) So, I guess the point I want to make is opening Lurker usually sucks. Um, (laughs) That's all I'm really trying to say here. Okay.
0: Thanks for sharing.
1: But but seriously, uh, it it sounds like I'm joking, but I think it's really easy to get uh, overcome with this, like, Lurker being really good because it can gain me this stuff. And, like, if I'm just trying to gain a five cost or even a six cost, usually. Um, usually you just want to try to buy it. It's going to be faster, and it's going to be more reliable than trying to lurk into it.
0: Yeah, uh, so more reliable lurking into it. Uh, the fact that the trash is shared by all of the, the players makes it, Lurker a whole it, lot it,
1: worse. Yeah.
0: Because like if Lurker lurker put the action cards you trash in your own personal trash and that no one had access to them, Like, I could play two non-terminals and gain whatever I want, that would be right. really busted.
1: It would be a lot better than it is. I just don't know if it would be super busted normally. Sure. But like, it's if there is that like, King's Court board or whatever, then yeah, it's a lot better, obviously.
0: For sure. And uh, so I think – I mean the, the, the shared trash makes it a, a big drawback. And I think that uh, – I mean the fact that you don't want to end your turn leaving something juicy in the trash for your opponent if or opponents – If they can at least threaten to play a lurker before you get a chance to get that thing back. So, like, I want
1: to talk a little bit about this dynamic. There's like the double lurker opening, which I think is kind of countered by the single lurker opening. So, like, if you open two lurkers and I open one lurker and you don't draw your two lurkers together, which you usually won't, like 30 something percent of the time it'll work out and you could just like play both of them on the same turn and be very happy, right? But 60-something percent of the time, you're going to be sad because you're going to be looking at this Lurker on, like, turn three, and you're going to be like, well, I could play this Lurker and trash a really good thing, but then there's a pretty good chance my opponent can play their Lurker, you know, five out of 12 or whatever, maybe more, that they can play their Lurker, and and then they can gain the thing and then i'm behind like i haven't done anything and they've been able to gain a good card and they haven't done much work and i've done all his work and they got the benefit it feels really bad cuz they didn't do anything adam
0: i hate smugglers
1: and it wasn't even terminal
0: yeah i know it feels so bad it's like you're looking at that lurker in your in your hand and you you can't play it
1: and a lot of times you shouldn't play it like i mean it yeah. sometimes like, if you've gotten to this spot, it's maybe you just kind of, like, have to bite the bullet and be like, I hope they don't have it.
0: Yeah, hashtag YOLO it.
1: Um, oh, man, I gotta tell you. You're just so th- far behind?
0: <laughs> there was one time I did open Double Lurker, and my opponent did not open with any Lurkers. And right. so on either turn three or turn four, I saw a Lurker, and I was like, great, I'm gonna put something and in the trash that I want. And, and then, then my Lurker... The shuffle. And, and they, then they bought and they, a
1: lurker and they saw their lurker first and they gained it anyway uh, first.
0: So salty.
1: Yeah. I've had that happen.
0: It's it feels like, great. It's it's the worst. It, it feels terrible.
1: pretty bad. It's almost it's like it's getting awful. your sea hag sea hagged. Uh, It's
0: similar <laughs> to getting your sea hag sea hagged, yeah, yeah.
1: But with less C-hagged. purple and pink and hair bands and hair. Yeah, and, and more
0: yeah. like... Light blue, grayish kind of tones with a hood, and is that an eye patch? In the hood, is that a, yeah, that is an eye patch um, and like a dagger. We'll say that dagger is Valyrian steel. Like if, yes? if
1: you see that, if you see that, it kind of means that, like, because your opponent's only gotten one lurker, well, you have to two lurkers, and it's very likely that the lurker's kind of sitting in your deck doing nothing for you, taking up card spots reducing your money density making it harder for you to buy stuff like all of these bad things right and your opponent has the same thing because they have a lurker but you have two they only have one they presumably got a useful card with their other opening buy so like i think you're pretty behind in that case usually
0: i would say so i mean i really don't like opening cards that aren't going to do anything for me on turn three and turn four Right, And uh, there's a very good chance that when you open Lurker, that's going to happen. So, so, so don't do that, right? Okay,
1: the alternative is you only get one Lurker, right? So let's talk about the single Lurker, and then if my opponent only gets a single Lurker, then they're not ahead of me because we each have one Lurker. And if they don't get a Lurker, then I have this Lurker, and I can go on the slow Lurker plan.
0: Hashtag slow Lurker plan.
1: But the slow Lurker plan, um, and you might have guessed this from the first word of the plan's name, it's slow.
0: <laughs> no, hold on. I don't believe you. Please explain in more detail. So like,
1: let's assume that, like you usually will, you're going to draw your Lurker on turn 3 or turn 4, right? So exactly. you play your Lurker and you trash a thing. And it's pretty safe because your opponent hasn't gotten a Lurker. So you're okay. And let's say they continue to not get a Lurker because why would they? It's a bad card. <laughs> and uh, and i mean so this is like the other extreme right so you you play your lurker and then on turn five or turn six if you're lucky you can draw your lurker again Now you can gain the card and then on turn seven or turn eight you can play it cool right so like if the <laughs> card was like a king's court or a forge or a grand market, then you're probably playing it earlier than if you were just trying to buy it. But if it's something that costs five, or even most things that cost like six, you're just slower. And mm-hmm. you have this Lurker in your deck that might be useful later. Hope you
0: wanted that, um, lol.
1: Might be a lot worse than like whatever other payload card you could have gotten. Um, so, this is all a long way of saying that I think in most cases, if there's not some synergy... Um, we'll talk about the, like, on Trash or various synergies that might make this better. But I think in general, Lurker's a pretty bad card to open.
0: Sure. So I think, uh, I mean, let's let's try and find situations where we would consider opening Lurker in light of all of this stuff. Hashtag Mondo combos. There. Without, okay, the, the hashtag Mondo hashtag combos. Hashtag
1: mild combos, hashtag synergy.
0: Uh, well, I mean, there's, there's those, let's say we don't have those. What am I looking for? Uh, so the, the first thing I'm looking for, we talked about the super expensive stuff. And in some cases like that, let's say that, uh, the thinning is, you know, forge or something that's six or seven. And I don't want to put treasures in my deck or whatever. I would rather have the Lurker to gain lots of stuff. Then I would consider opening with the Lurkers and just – if I would open double Lurker in that case, which is not great, but I would probably want to follow that up with
1: more Lurkers.
0: Unless you get like,
1: like super lucky on turn three and wake up with all your dreams come true.
0: Sure. So let's say I want to give myself the chance to high roll and hit that, uh, hit the two Lurkers together and get the Forge in my deck and uh, and be happy that way. And maybe also Lurker is something that I wanted for the future. It's, oh, well, it's really great for me to have a couple Lurkers around. Then I, think I would maybe consider that, even though it's super not great, but it could be better than other alternative options.
1: Of the, the other thing that helps a lot is... Basically, I think what you usually want with Lurker, if you're playing it this fairway, is uh, not the store fairway, but just – and not the golf thing fairway, but like a fair manner in which you're – you know what I'm talking
0: about. Not like the project, but yeah, yeah.
1: What? Oh. Oh, Project Project fair. Fair. I thought you were saying there was a project called fairway, and I'm like, Adam, you're going to have to edit that out.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I definitely do need to edit that out.
1: Um, okay. Anyway, uh, if you're playing it in a manner which is not, quote-unquote, broken, um, which is just like a normal, quote-unquote, fair, quote-unquote, quote-unquote, quote-unquote. <laughs> like, like a normal game. You know, a normal just guy. Just play normal. Just open Money time. Lender like, money, money. and get
0: Festival on 5 and buy provinces. Anyway, yeah, play the
1: point is <laughs> – bureaucrats, OP. Uh, <laughs> the – if you can if if there's some way that you can get the lurkers to line up on the same turn more often than just by like I bought some nice then it gets a lot better. So like yeah. when you get to drawing your deck, it gets a lot better. If you can thin a lot very fast, like you open lurker lurker and then you donate. Like, oh, right? Or you um Open chapel and then you're gonna want lurkers, so you just get the second, the first lurker, so you get the second yeah. one in your next shuffle, whatever. Like you're gonna be super thin. You're gonna be playing all your lurkers every turn. Or so yeah, that, that's it's a alternative. Bit better. Like with city gate, because you can, if you have a lurker, you can stick it back for next turn and then get them to line up more, right? Boom. So there's a few ways you can get them to line up. I, I still don't think I'd usually open it, at least not without also having, um like some really expensive thing that I want. But that, that is the kind of thing that helps Lurker out a lot. Um,
0: yeah, there's that build path where either the thinning is super expensive and you need Lurker to help you gain the there. thinning, yeah. or you're opening with the thinning and you're thinking about what to get with your other buy, and it's like, well...
1: The next things I want are going to be Lurkers, so I might as well get one now.
0: Yeah, and so, like, you're willing to take the hit of, oh, I will open with this card that doesn't do anything for me immediately because the success of my next few turns is measured by, number one, can I play the card that thins? Right. And then, barring that, uh, can I hit two for another lurker? Right. And, you know, well, lurker certainly doesn't hurt you by... Opening
1: but in terms of opening, things. it's still usually, like, really, really good thinning because otherwise, it's still you usually want to get... More of your other deck control up first before you add, what is effectively payload, which is Lur- lurker. That's what it is. It's payload.
0: Right. So I'm. I guess we're looking like, at chapel, cathedral level stuff. I'm not like even maybe sure about cathedral. Steward.
1: Like maybe cathedral. I don't. It's it's very rare. I think. I think it's mostly chapel and maybe donate. Maybe.
0: Okay. Uh, that well, like, seems reasonable to me.
1: Sometimes there's something better to do with Don't anyway, yeah. And then barring that, I'm usually not opening Lurker and, unless, A, I'm getting one copy because my opponent's already gotten two, right? That's one, hmm. that's one reason you might get a Lurker.
0: Yeah.
1: Or two, um, I, I, I might open Lurker if there's one of these synergies going on. So maybe we should talk yeah. about these synergies.
0: Let's talk about hashtag synergies. I'm looking at a couple of uh, different styles of synergies, and I yeah. think a lot of them revolve on cards that like to be trashed. Right. So uh, top of the list in my book is Cultist.
1: Really? That's the top of the list. That's not the top of the list for me.
0: Okay, I'm leaving Hunting Grounds to the end.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: so do you want to talk about Lurker Hunting Grounds now? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's I think really it should be at the top good. of the list okay sure it's really stinking good
1: it's really, really stinking good,
0: so I have this definition of a combo, and the combo in my mind yeah in in my mind, a combo is you have these rules of building a good deck in dominion, and a combo deck is something that breaks those rules because it's so powerful and also should be two cards only, so that it maybe has a chance of appearing. There are very few combo decks in my mind that are really top tier enough to just say all right everything's out the window i'm playing a combo deck so uh lurker hunting grounds is certainly powerful enough to be on that top tier yeah uh the i don't don't
1: know that i would define things equivalently to you but it's certainly it's like one of the half dozen best two card combos i think
0: yeah for sure so the idea is uh, you're going to empty piles, and uh, usually those piles are going to be hunting grounds and duchy and lurker. Or estates.
1: Uh, well,
0: sometimes estates instead of duchies, it depends on how you're contesting. I was
1: thinking estates instead of lurkers, but it depends how the game goes a little bit. It does, that doesn't matter I, how much.
0: Estates are pretty rare. Um, really? Yeah, well, there's ten hunting grounds in the pile. So in a two-player game, you're going to gain eight duchies. Right. And then you're going to have estates. two more gains for six estates. And by you're that point, you're, your deck has trouble hitting two, but your lurkers don't have anything left to trash because all the hunting grounds are gone. So usually the lurkers mm. run out first. Now, in a mirror, the estates matter a little more, and they might be a little Well, more I was contested. assuming that
1: you were going to be mirrored, which is why I would think that the estates would run out more because I think if you don't mirror... you. Two games usually not close,
0: uh sure, I mean this thing is really powerful, uncontested. it can almost always end the game by turn ten even faster sometimes, and you'll yeah. have twenty seven to thirty three points uh, depending on how things go
1: we should we should probably explain how the combo works in case you haven't figured it out. Um, it's not the most intuitive thing because it like it doesn't work how the cards normally i mean it does what the cards say, but it's not like how you would normally use the cards. So uh, yeah. what you do is you, on turn one, you buy a Lurker, and on turn two, you buy a Lurker. And on turn three, four, five, and six, and whatever turn for the next several turns, you buy a Lurker. But every time you play the Lurker, every time you draw a Lurker, you play it. And every time you play it, you trash a Hunting Grounds. And Hunting Grounds says when you trash Hunting Grounds, you either gain a duchy or three estates. So you gain a duchy. You do that eight times, and then the duchies are all gone. So then you say, I'm going to gain three estates. Or at this point, you might just be like, I need to end the game. But you're probably still getting the three states because, hey, that's more points. So you can do this really fast because, like I said, turn one, two, three, four, five, whatever. All these first five, six, seven turns of the game, you're buying Lurkers. So you're going to be able to play a Lurker like most turns. Sometimes you're going to be able to play more than one Lurker. And you're going to be gaining a Duchy most turns. Sometimes you're going to gain more than one Duchy. And then the piles are going to round out Unlike, like, as Adam said, like turn ten. And you're going to have all these points. Unless your opponent is doing something really, really, really good, that's, they can't that's get, like, order, five man. provinces in ten turns.
0: I mean, that's that's a really tall order. It, just because this thing is so fast and gets so many points at the same time. If I'm going to think about playing against the combo, yeah. Uh, and I've decided, oh, I'm not going to go for it myself, I, I guess the main avenues... Of counterplay I have are just a couple of things. The first one is, uh, if you can get three hunting grounds before they can empty the duchies with them, then that player has a problem, right? Because they are they needed to empty duchies or estates, but uh, they don't have really any economy. Most of their economy comes from trashing the card from the supply. So if they don't have hunting grounds in the supply to trash, well, that's going to be an issue for them. Now, granted, they can just transition to estates make sure the estates are empty and uh empty hunting grounds
1: estates and lurkers
0: yeah so they can just prioritize getting the estates empty and then get duchies with the rest of their hunting grounds so you've slowed them down here maybe like a turn but this isn't really all that you were
1: also being really fast then okay turn 11 and i went out of my way whoop-dee-doo
0: yeah (laughs) And and also, uh, hunting grounds is expensive, and you have to get three of them super fast. And by right. the way, you can't use lurker for that because that just helps your opponent. Right. So this is a really tall order, and it doesn't do all that much.
1: Right.
0: And I think that's about it. I mean, other than enchantress, way, uh,
1: yeah. There's
0: really no way to stop this combo. Like I, pretty I, much every other attack just does nothing.
1: Basically, you just have to be able to race it. You have to have like. Such an incredibly strong combination of several other cards that you can just get five provinces in ten turns, which like it happens I, I i did it in a game last week nice but like it's not very common
0: uh yeah it's uh it takes a lot I know a lot of it people takes a village uh yeah it takes
1: it oftentimes does take a village because it's pretty yeah. hard to get that many provinces without some kind of village to play a lot of actions.
0: That's right, man. It it takes a village. We did it, guys.
1: But sometimes it doesn't take a village. Sometimes it's just like, I'm gonna donate down to, like, hoard Double Gold. Let's go.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah, something like that. No village. No village required.
1: Hashtag no village required.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny. Lurker Hunting Grounds is so fast and so potent that it, it tends to push out a lot of other types of interaction. We mentioned almost all of them, but like if I'm going for Lurker Hunting Grounds, it turns out that Donate doesn't make it faster, which is kind of hilarious.
1: Right. Hashtag skip Donate.
0: Yeah, the only thing that really helps it is Catacombs. <laughs> like It doesn't help it all that super much. It's just instead of trashing Hunting Grounds on turn three and turn four, you trash Catacombs and Lurkers. Cata-
1: Except maybe in the mirror that you already need to start right. Yeah, getting duchies.
0: <laughs> yeah, in the mirror, points are just super important. So you just dive you're for just points, like
1: getting them so fast because the game will be over on turn like seven in the mirror or something. Absurd. Yeah,
0: and in the mirror, like you, you don't have to focus on ending the game as fast. You no, know, you need to score
1: points. You just need to score points. If best. you have a two estate lead, you're like golden because they can never buy yeah. province, and. Okay. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, if you buy two estates, as long as you don't lose the, quote, duchy split. And by right. duchy split, I mean trashing a hunting ground split because you get three points from right. trashing ten hunting grounds.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I yeah. mean, so, like, buying estate is something you're thinking about doing on turn four or five in the mirror. You're like, yes. is it time to buy estate? It might... yeah, Anyway, yeah. it's a really strong combo. It's you real You should go good. for it almost all the time.
0: Whenever you see those two cards, the combo lights should be going off in your head and the little siren and the swirly lights. It should be full disco party.
1: All right. But let's talk about (laughs) other synergies, which are strong, and some of them are really strong, but they're not like, this is the whole game, is this combo.
0: Yeah. So Cultist. You did it,
1: guys. So Cultist turns your lurker into... Put a Cultist from the supply into the trash, which your opponent can then gain with a Lurker, which is not the best thing ever. But plus one action, draw three cards, which is the best thing ever.
0: Super great. It's unfortunate that you have to be playing a Cultist game in order to do this. But if you don't think about the rest of what Cultist does, this can, be, this can feel really good to do.
1: And it often still is really good. Like drawing yeah. that many cards that fast non-terminally is really strong, but it's not a whole game plan. You need to figure out like, am I getting some kind of strong trashing because I can draw so many cards so fast? Maybe I don't have to do this stupid ruins thing that I have to do in every cultist game because oh, but you do like rip. No, but sometimes you don't. <laughs> like, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you get like three or four lurkers and then you got vineyard. You got forge and. Then when you trash, you get your deck so thin that like you just trash it every turn. Like, yeah, it's man, weird. it's weird. Sometimes cool. you can get away around with it, but like oftentimes it's just. I think you're 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 too down on the monolithic cultist thing. I think you could trash more than you do, but whatever. That's a different that's a different episode. Sure. Uh, point is, non terminally drawing three cards is really good and sometimes you're going to end up gaining cultists from the trash later or off your opponents but like if you just ignore the fact that you get to draw three cards like you should probably be doing both those things
0: sure um, i mean if yeah. i'm ready to just do the spamming cultist stack yeah, uh, opening double lurker is a great way to get there because I can throw a cultist in the trash, and that helps me draw my other lurker and/or right. hit five to buy cultists. You know, right? So, you're so usually it's a great way do one to do things. It's a great way to transition into whatever deck you're going to build, which you know, in a cultist game, you know, is
1: often the cultist stack.
0: Sure. Uh, just be advised that you know this only works a finite number of times. So don't just like spam lurkers, just thinking that they're always going to do that. And then
1: figure, years. and then get to the point where you're like, hey, wh- why doesn't my deck do anything? Oh no, I guess I'm well, going to gain some cultists some from the trash. Way too late.
0: Yeah, probably probably can do better than just yeah. mindlessly putting your blinders on. And blinders so let's talk
1: about some some other synergies. Yeah, well, sure. Basically, like every card that says when you trash this is some kind of synergy with cultist or with yeah. lurker not with cultist with lurker yeah um it, so let's go through a few of those um like recently we've had a couple more of them flag bearer you can gain the flag without having to gain the flag bearer boom it's pretty nice um silk merchant like you usually want to like gain a silk merchant but being able to play your lurker as like this super Super, super Squire um, is nice because, like, it's kind of like you got the extra action, but it's a villager, which is better. And it's kind of like you got the money, but it's a coffer, which is better. So, like, that's kind of nice. It's just
0: really good.
1: I mean, Silk Merchant is just a fantastic card anyway. Um, Squire. Squire is situational because you need to have an attack you want to gain. But if there's an attack you want to gain, you could play... One lurker and gain that attack by trashing the squire. That's pretty
0: hot. I, re- I remember there was one time there was a familiar board, and I opened double watchtower, and my opponent opened with a potion, and they were like, "What are you doing? I'm going to destroy you. You, you can't even you can't defend against all the purples with the watchtowers." Mm-hmm. And then turn three, I bought a squire and I trashed it with the watchtower, and I topped that familiar. And you topped with your other watchtower, and he- well, I- with the same watchtower. Oh right. And yeah. uh, and then he resigned the game right away.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Lurker is kind of like that.
0: Lurker's kind of like that. Yeah.
1: Right. Um what else? There's a uh, Fortress is really nice because oh, yeah. Lurker reads plus an action gain a fortress to your hand. Yeah,
0: so it's like a it's like a village only Every time really you play it, you get you another village. Gain
1: another village.
0: Yeah, That's super great. And, yeah.
1: Until the fortresses are gone, and then you have some lurkers in your deck. But like, mm, you know, still really good. Yeah, it's um, pretty decent. Rats is a really interesting one because usually, hey, hey, Toby, it's it's not really that like, oh, now I'm gonna be able to gain this rat. Like sometimes you get the rats out of the trash, but. It's more that it makes it safe to open with the lurkers because if you get to that spot where you're like, crap, I opened a lurker, but they might have a lurker, so I shouldn't play my lurker because maybe they could gain the thing. You could just be like, I'm just going to trash a rats, and it's like a cantrip. It's
0: fine. It's it's nice to have that option. Uh, And then when they do
1: collide, you can be like, yes, I'm getting my grand market.
0: Yeah. So it's really nice to have that uh, option. It takes away a lot of the opportunity cost of Lurker. Yeah. Because remember, a lot of the bad stuff we said about Lurker was, you know, this isn't doing anything for you. And while, while a cantrip still isn't doing all that much for you, it's certainly a lot better than do nothing.
1: Yeah. It's definitely a lot better than that. It's definitely better than, oh, gee, I put this card in my deck that I don't want to play.
0: Yeah. That feels really bad.
1: Yeah. Um, Oh, speaking of not wanting to play, there is a comment I want to make, which is sometimes uh, one of the considerations for whether you play your Lurker or not is if you don't play your Lurker, then your opponent doesn't know that you've seen your Lurker. And so if they're trying to figure out whether they should play their Lurker, them thinking that you might have access to your Lurker is good for you because it makes them less likely to yolo go for it um so that's like a, a tie i mean it's not a huge thing but it can be a tiebreaker to not play the lurker and the only tiebreaker to play the lurker is like sometimes you're gonna like there's some terrible card on the board um that you definitely neither of you want so what's harvest uh <laughs> man you didn't even play nice. that so there's, like, a harvest, and harvest will make either of your decks worse. So, like, you could trash the harvest from the supply, and if they gain it, joke's on them, it's worse than nothing.
0: Which yeah, but, like, you just gotta... it's
1: not even worse than nothing, but sometimes it is. Harvest is one of the cards that's more, more likely to be worse than nothing. But even <laughs> then, like, the only way that's going to be relevant is if the harvest pile is going to run out, and that's probably not going to happen...
0: Well, I mean, if if you really commit, it can, but, I mean...
1: Or, if there's, like, I feel like,
0: in order to make this work, though, you've really got to talk the harvest up. Like, you've got to talk about how great it is and how much you want it while you're trashing it, because then you're going to say, oh, I'm going to trash a harvest, because I want to put a harvest in my deck. And that's how you get them to snipe the harvest from you, right?
1: Or there's well you probably do it a little more subtly you're like well hmm and you like act like you're hemming and hawing like should I play this or not I don't know they might be able to steal this Mm, I guess I'm gonna go for it anyway I'm gonna trash a harvest yeah and then they're like ah I'm gonna I'm gonna get you got the harvest I'm gonna gain that heart or more realistically there's tomb on the board and you just want to score a point Woo!
0: Uh, I was I was going to say, like, I mean, why he he mentioned a lot of things, right? Yeah. And and I think the the one that comes up a lot is, like, let's say your opponent is overcommitting to Lurker and you're just going to put, like, one Lurker in your deck so that yeah. you can constantly threaten to play the Lurker, right? right. Uh, threatening to play the Lurker, you know, it gets a lot easier when you're thin. But right. uh, you do uh, often, when you're threatening to play a Lurker, you know, it's a big deal to not actually play the lurker, right? Because uh, then
1: you're threatening to play the lurker the next turn.
0: Yeah, so it's like jumbled. in it's like in chess, uh, where the threat is worse than the execution, in a way. Threat
1: is oftentimes stronger than the execution.
0: Yeah. So uh, except one it not There were there were a lot of things that are you know hashtag edge case with wandering winter, but that one that one's actually a big deal if you're gonna do the whole uh, only one lurker to to threaten to play lurkers.
1: Right. Like, it, it needs to be an effective threat. And to be an... Like, if you're going to reshuffle anyway, if you're, like, the last cards of a shuffle, then, sure, go ahead, whatever. But if you're not... Especially if you only got one lurker, why did you get the one lurker? It probably wasn't to trash a random card. It was probably to threaten gaining cards. And you so you you don't want to give up the threat by, like, saying... Oh, by the way, I can't play my Lurker next turn because I'm playing it now. Yeah. You want to have the threat. Because your opponent sure. doesn't know. Unless, like, your opponent can, has seen your hand or something and they know already. Yeah. Um,
0: Play, like, a, a Crossroads or a Menagerie or something. Hashtag Dang
1: edge it. case on that. Hashtag edge case.
0: Yeah. Or, like, Dang you it. know,
1: they, they bureaucrated you and you didn't have a victory card. Game. Oh, no.
0: Disaster. What uh, they come of- first of you, and you didn't have
1: a copper in hand.
0: Oh, Pish Posh. Yeah. Or yes. they
1: played, what was the... the villain? Villain. They played oh. Villain, and you didn't have any cards that cost more than two, because you had a bunch of lurkers. You had a lurker and four <laughs> coppers. Something like that.
0: Uh, wait a second. Villain makes you discard two costs. Oh. That one doesn't they, work.
1: Because they played a highway before they played their Villain.
0: Oh, I was going to say you played a will o to draw the Lurker. Sure. But you, you drew off the first draw, not the second, because that one gets Ooh. revealed. So anyway, uh, the last little tip I want to give here is yeah. uh, when Lurker's in the game, when Lurkers are in people's decks, and yeah. you're calculating uh, how to do a three-pile or like, oh, I want to oh, make yeah. sure my opponent can't three-pile on me, uh, Lurker, uh, you know, you just have to play one of them to put it in the trash. Yeah. And and you can if I have 3 lurkers I can trash 3 things from the supply just to empty piles and I'm not required to gain them from the trash. So make right. sure you factor that into your calculations.
1: It's a big deal in games with lurker once you get to like especially once you get to drawing your deck which is usually when lurkers get to be better anyway. It totally messes up the math on the end game and you can pile out from much higher so that threat is much more real much sooner. And you have to adjust around that. So it definitely changes how that endgame plays.
0: Yeah. Um, so actually, the last game. Definitely in be the, aware. In the 2017 World Championships, I won that last Championships. game. I won that last game by doing exactly that with Lurker. I trashed like two or three nobles from the supply, and it was a third pile. And I won the game. Yeah. Nice.
1: So the pile control is a real big thing. Um, but then there's like trash for benefit cards. So. If I have an apprentice and I would usually not want to trash my other, like, nice, fancy, expensive actions. So, like, I don't want to apprentice my apprentice because I need those things and then they'll run out and I won't be able to draw anymore. But with Lurker, you can sort of just, like, yeah, I'm just going to apprentice all my actions and then I can Lurker to regain them. So that's, that's kind of nice. That's some upside. Yeah, um, for sure. And then the super edge case is, like, Emporium card that has an on gain benefit and then i trash it and then i can gain it again and get that on benefit gain benefit again maybe border village is probably a better example here but like emporium gives you infinite points well
0: you have to have a way to trash the emporium emporium
1: with a way to trash it and a lurker is infinite points and a way to play at five cards (laughs) nice
0: uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say maybe a little less Edge Casey, but uh, I think Procession is a Hashtag nice little less
1: synergy edge casey with Adam Horton.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Procession is a nice little thing because first of all, sure, Lurker's a card that likes to be played twice, and so the Throne Room family is a, a nice family of synergies with it, and Procession fits there. That's but true. also, uh, Procession puts some juicy stuff in the trash, which is something that Lurker really like does that, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's, it's, that's a nice little synergy. I think Apprentice, in, in all honesty, Apprentice, of all the trash for benefit cards, I mean, all of them work this way to some extent, but Apprentice kind of really does. Like, once you get thin and you w- might want to use Apprentice to draw, like, it's there for you. Lurker, Lurker helps that out. It's not like Game Breaker or anything, but it's a, it's a nice little bonus. Yeah, it's, it's
0: similar to University in that regard. University Apprentice yeah. has that same kind of synergy.
1: Um, I've had some weird things where, like, uh, I really wanted to keep being able to get the Villa effect, because I wanted, like, I had treasures in my deck, and I wanted to do, like, some, like, Villa whatever thing, but then, but then it got to the point where it was like, you know what, my opponent's also doing this, I'm gonna run them out of Villas, and then I had Lurker, then I could, like, trash, like, I was, like, Jack and Villa or something, so, like, I trashed the Villa to my Jack, so I could play the Lurker, regain the villa and get extra actions that way because we were like Boom. action pinched that was like super fancy and slightly better than not doing it
0: nice you did.
1: hashtag it, slightly better
0: I'm proud of you man
1: I need so you. anyway there's like all kinds of little tiny things but the big things are the on trash ones really and the pile sure. control and once you're drawing to where you can get multiple lurkers together
0: yeah lurker
1: It's a okay card.
0: It's a mediocre card.
1: It's a card you play sometimes.
0: Sometimes, as in this kingdom that we've selected?
1: Maybe. I'm not sure.
0: Well, in order to become sure, perhaps I could read the cards.
1: Perhaps that would help.
0: Okay. So we've got Lurker, Vassal, Bridge, Rats, Silk Merchant, Workers' Village, Catacombs, Patrol... Tragic Hero, Wine Merchant, we have Aqueduct, and also Shelters. Once more for our audio-only listeners. Lurker, Vassal, Bridge, Rats, Silk Merchant, Workers' Village, Catacombs, Patrol, Tragic Hero, Wine Merchant, and we have Aqueduct and Shelters.
1: There's a lot going on here.
0: Uh, Yeah, I see the potential for some fireworks.
1: There are one, two, three, four cards. I didn't even cover all the weak hashtag edge case with wandering winder combos of Lurker. And there's two cards on here that I didn't talk about, along with two cards that I did. There are so many weak, weak synergies with Lurker here. So you have the rats that we discussed. You have the Silk Merchant that we discussed. You have Catacombs, which we didn't directly talk about that, but we kind of referenced it. similar to
0: Fortress, yeah. Right?
1: Like, you can trash the Catacombs and then gain a cheaper card, so you can use it to gain... It's not in hand, and it leaves this Catacombs in the trash that so your opponent can lurk into, so it's, it's not as good as, like, the Fortress one, but it can be solid. And then there's also Tragic Hero. If you're drawing with Tragic Hero, a lot of times you run out of draw, and your Tragic Heroes go to the trash... Lurker, hey, that's a way for action cards to get in the trash without having to lurk them. So that's some mild synergy as well. Um, There's no real thinning here.
0: Yeah. Can't actually thin your deck. I mean, there's rats, and to be honest, I haven't completely written rats off, even though there's no way to trash the rats. Yeah? Yeah. I haven't completely written it off, uh, and here's why. So It combos uh, with Vassal,
1: so you can play Vassals and be sure to hit something, because you can hit a Rats.
0: So that's actually not nothing. I was thinking more along the lines of, uh, you know, so I, I think the goal of the deck is probably I want to play a lot of Bridges. Seems like a cool deck you can build. And is, there is a lot of draw to get. Is, you there. is
1: the point? Is the point with rats that once you've both been playing lurker so much and been trashing rats to just cantrip, and there's only like two rats left, then your your rats kind of becomes like a bad upgrade. Uh, like,
0: there's
1: no more rats s- to gain.
0: I mean, I feel like the game's probably over if that happened.
1: I mean, the game is probably over, but like it's it's nice if somehow the game isn't over.
0: I was I was thinking that. Workers' Village could yeah. be uh, important because it's one stack of villages, and you need That's to true. play uh, some draw cards that are terminal, require a village, and you also want to have some actions left over for that bridge. So I'm thinking about other ways to get actions, and I'm thinking about Lurker and Silk Merchant, which is great, and I think it's pretty good here. Uh, mm-hmm. I if I, I mean it's it's a way for me to get a villager token without spending an action to do it, and so that's probably something that I'm interested in doing. Cirque uh, Milch... Cirque... Silk Sirk Merchant... Us uh Yeah, that too. Silk Merchant's not a bad card for the deck and also gives you that villager when you gain it from the trash. Silk
1: Merchant's a great card for the deck.
0: So I imagine I'm going to be putting them in my deck, and uh, sure, maybe, I'll, maybe I won't be too sad if I have to trash that to a rat's And then also, you can regain
1: it with Lurker and get even more tokens? <laughs> It's not crazy. I haven't I mean it doesn't I've seem heard that stupid ideas from my own mouth. Yeah. During I mean, this podcast.
0: I'm not I'm not positive that it's terrible. And and also there are like a couple of turns after you have like maybe 3 or 4 rats in your deck where you actually effectively have less stop cards.
1: Right, because you can cantrip and trash the. You're kind of, sort of playing like an oasis that doesn't give you money.
0: Kind of, sort of, yeah. Assuming that you are okay uh, with with trashing one of your starting cards and, and turning it into rats permanently. So like, this is not a permanent effect. But like, all of that added together, I could actually see. I think you getting have a you rat. talked
1: about the biggest point for rats here. Uh, the artwork? No. Um, Toby, is, is Toby is pretty cool, but uh, I think the biggest point for Rats is I think this game is extremely likely to end on piles, and given that that's the case, you might want the opportunity at some point to do the Rats autopile to give you the third pile, because you only have access to two. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's not nothing. I think that really might come up. Because I think the deck that you want to build, you're going to probably get some lurkers. You're going to get workers' villages. You're going to get silk merchants. You're going to get bridges. Cost on everything is going to be reduced by a bit. You're going to have a zillion buys, and so piles can run so fast.
0: I'm pretty sure I want to open with a lurker here.
1: You do? I'm pretty sure I want to open with a silk merchant here.
0: Uh, I'm thinking I, I'm between bridge and Cirque, Milch Cirque, Cirque, Milchand. Cirque
1: de Soleil.
0: I'm between bridge and silk merchant for my other buy. Uh-huh. And, uh, but I'm pretty sure that I want to get a lurker in my opening lurker can trash a catacombs and gain me a thing. It can trash a silk merchant, uh, directly and gain me a coffers and a villager. If I decide I want that, or it can just, uh, well, I mean, that's all it's really going to be doing for me in the opening.
1: It can trash treasure
0: rats and trip itself, but that, I'm never going to do that on turn.
1: Yeah, turn I'm ball. really not sure like what the best order is, but I'm pretty sure that the deck that you want to build is going to be a lot of workers' villages, a lot of silk merchants, at least a few bridges, maybe some other draw cards, probably some lurkers. Uh, yeah, that sounds... And then you're going to say, Hey, the game's ball? over. I should probably win.
0: Uh, That would be, yeah. That seems pretty good.
1: I think the uh I think I'd be closer on bridge if Necropolis weren't here. And I think that makes very little difference, but they're probably kinda close. In terms of opening. I mean you're gonna get both anyway. Uh,
0: yeah, I I'm uh I'm not decided hundred percent. I'm leaning towards bridge.
1: I think I probably Silk Merchant. Silk merchant.
0: i think it's very close and i could be wrong and i could also see it not mattering all that much
1: yeah i mean i think it probably depends on how you draw if you draw the lurker in such a way that you have to spend your villager then you're probably sad and if you don't you're probably happy maybe it depends on
0: if i if i open lurker bridge i can't be forced to spend my villager no i
1: mean if you open the silk merchant
0: but if you do silk merchant yeah you, you could be forced to do right that.
1: but i think like i would rather be drawing more if they don't have the case where i draw the lurker quote-unquote semi-dead or whatever
0: uh so, i'm not really sold on drawing more all that much i don't think it matters all that much and i, I want I to draw that, so uh... much
1: I think that drawing more is more important. I think the, the reason why getting an early bridge is important is because you need to be jamming all these other cards in your deck so that you can draw more faster.
0: Uh, well, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Was there uh, anything else you had to say about this kingdom?
1: Patrol doesn't seem very relevant.
0: Yeah, or Tragic Hero or Wine Merchant or Aqueduct I hilariously. I could see Tragic
1: Hero. I could see Tragic Hero because I don't see it. Like Catacombs is probably gonna be easier and maybe better, but I could see Tragic Hero because like it's just I really want those buys. And like extra buys. I I see extra buys and I'm like, Hmm, I don't know, maybe. Maybe one day, Geordie, I'll put this chip in my brain and I'll laugh at your jokes.
0: Yeah. Life forms then, like, it looked, looked completely different,
1: form. but Data didn't notice, and Jordy didn't notice either.
0: Yeah. And, you know, hashtag no harm, no foul.
1: Hashtag no harm, no foul.
0: Yeah. So, uh, anyway, if you have some comments on uh, this kingdom, or maybe anything else on the podcast, uh, if you're listening on YouTube, you can leave a comment in the comments section.
1: You could ask whether it's uh, sexist that we call it a kingdom and not a queendom. And I don't Uh, mean about dominion in general. I mean about like just just life. Like
0: the language, yeah. It's
1: the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, but they don't have a king; they have a queen. Shouldn't it be the United Queendom?
0: Yeah, should be. Don't hashtag me me too. Don't at me. (laughs) Okay. Uh but if you're not listening on YouTube, you can just go to adamhorton.com, and there are links to all sorts of stuff there. Contact information, forums, Discord. Uh, we'd like to hear from you. Uh, it's likely that Jake will be back next week to do uh, an episode of the show, but I don't know. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But in any case, I wanted to – Yeah. But in any case, I did want to thank you, Wandering Winder, for, like, you know – doing the podcast while jake was off gallivanting around or i don't know oh well i, I want to thank
1: you adam horton for asking me to do the podcast while jake was off gallivanting around or whatever it is he's doing
0: prancing through the meadow yeah
1: like little bunny foo-foo uh is
0: yeah that the word? yeah mm-hmm. little bunny foo
1: him on the head
0: yeah so he was picking up field mice and bopping them on the head. And we are doing a podcast, and hopefully you enjoyed the podcast and can play with worker better. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's it. Call your local SPCA. Please. Just to and chat. And get your, and get your Pat Spader sometimes. new. <laughs>
1: oh i need some time apart no there's always there I And mean, they're just like they're ready for you whenever you need them and they're just they're great
0: yeah i was just oh, gonna hi, say that
1: too hey <laughs> you're recording us right
0: uh, i got the last half of that yeah
1: <laughs> yeah pillows are awesome How are you?